0: Hey, what's up? Today we are going to be talking to Daniel Watson, the vocalist of Myri Lore, and he is the ex-vocalist of Enterprise Earth and Infinite Annihilator. And we're, today we're talking about a lot of the creation of the last Enterprise Earth record, but also mainly focused on his project Myra Lore that has been on hiatus for about four years, and he's about to be dropping some new stuff for Before we get into it, I would appreciate it if you guys would leave a five-star review on whatever you're listening on, and that helps out a ton. Make sure you follow so you get notified whenever we upload new podcasts as well. Also, before we get into this, I would like to say that one of us was having some connection issues, but the last thing I wanted to do was stop him from talking. He's a very deep thinker, and I wanted him to just be able to talk without thinking that something was wrong. And so his voice was kind of going in and out at times, but I'm going to do some editing to try to make it as smooth as possible. But uh, yeah, I just wanted him to be able to spill his beans and talk about everything without being interrupted. So let's go ahead and get into the episode with Daniel Watson and I am Johnny McBee and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. (laughs) Uh, shows together over the years, a couple here and there. The one I specifically remember was in Detroit uh, at—I uh, don't remember the name of that venue, the down, the underground
1: one. Yeah, I don't—I re- don't remember where or when, but I do remember meeting you and you being like super humble, and you just like straight up told me like, "Hey, I suck at vocals," and I was like, "What the fuck? No, you don't." <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to it- say it. I know, right? And then I was like, bro, this guy is like me. Like, he fucking thinks he sucks, but somebody else doesn't.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, everyone's their own worst critic, right? And so as as far as your vocals go, because uh, people really are all about your style of vocals currently, what is your least favorite thing about your vocals that you do? Uh my least everything yeah like what do you wish you could do better or what don't you like about it
1: um i think like personally i finally got to a point where i'm super happy with my vocals yeah um but i hate like hearing like oh well fry is so easy to control and it's so easy Yeah, cuz like whenever I do false chord or um stuff like that, it's like my vocals just sound like everyone else. Like it it just sounds like the other dudes. So I got to a point where I realized like, "Hey, what sounds so unique about my voice is um the fact that like I do fry and I do uh my own thing." And, like, that's why I don't sound like everybody else. So I got really comfortable with just, like, being myself. And it took a it took many years. And it was a lot of years of, like, hardships. And also thinking, like, oh. And, then like, also a subconscious thing of, like, being, like, hey, I don't fucking sound like these guys. And I can't do what these guys do with the way I do things. But. You know just like a, an acceptance at one point where I was just like, you know what, like it's cool, like not sounding like everyone else,
0: yeah, you know? definitely. And I mean, um, your highs are very distinct. Like, whenever I listen to your stuff, the I could tell your highs apart from anybody, um, and you also have a very distinctive, uh, like guttural tone whenever you're doing gutturals. For me, it was the same thing. This this last touring cycle was the first time I ever felt super confident in my voice. And so freaking 12 years in or whatever, uh, right. into touring and I'm touring and I'm just now like, yo, I actually am pretty sick now. <laughs> you, That's awesome. And do you think that it's just, uh, do you think it's from touring that like creates just um, more consistency or do you think it's with how many songs you've recorded or what do you think it is that finally got you to that point?
1: I mean, you can add everything up together and say touring definitely helped, but um, it's also just like the countless hours that I spent. Um, Actually, yeah, like everything adds up to it. Everything contributes to you getting better. Um, But the most important thing I think that I can recognize right off the bat is, you know, how many shitty songs I did, how many shitty tones i made how many shitty vocal lines i did like all the shittiness is what brought me to where i'm at you know what i mean like just sucking and being humbled by the cock of uh the fucking reddit (laughs) true (laughs) yeah just being like you fucking suck yeah you're right they were right the whole time you're just like damn
0: you're right <laughs> see i i haven't outed myself yet um publicly but i do <laughs> i do all inhale vocals um oh bro yeah and most people can't tell Bro. yeah and so i actually want to do a big like outing where i do a video showing people that i do all inhales but n- no one's guessed it the entire time and so bro,
1: that that's the funny thing too is like my entire career is like I guess the first, like, four or five years was, were, like, bro, inhale's bad for your vocals, like, when I would post a song or something or anything. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, it'd be, like, bro, fry is so easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't win with the internet, people. You really can't.
1: I don't know. I, I kind of was that guy, like, when I was, like, 14, you know? Like Yeah. I would say stuff like that, or at least I would think stuff like that
0: yeah i i I totally fear you and i I really catch myself a lot of times being a little too judgmental when I listen to stuff, but it's hard to not over critique stuff with how much we are around and work on music it It just feels like very difficult to listen to it
1: from an open perspective, you know oh of course, yeah I mean, you really can't because I think where the problem lies is that like everything is so closely influenced off of each other and based off of each other that it does all sound very similar um and i think that's like my problem in music when i listen to it as a fan is that like nothing really sounds original or i guess like unique enough and everything sounds very similar and there's always these trends that come and go. And like, for instance, like down tempo. Yeah. Or tunnel vocals, tunnel vocals or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, zombie vocals or but like whatever, whatever it is. But it's like, you know, all the, like the, the young generation fans will, you know, I'm super stoked that they're there and that they're, You know, passionate about it, but um, I always noticed since the beginning that um, those trends, you know, come, they come hard. (laughs) Yeah, they do. But then they also die very quickly. Like when they die, it's just, they just drop off. And um, that's why, like, with Enterprise, when I started that band, I was like focused on not following the trends yeah in the long run i think it worked out but like in the short term we probably could have gotten bigger per se or whatever but i knew that we would just die with those trends so like i was just focused on like finding our own sound like tuning our own sound yeah definitely
0: and i and same with the browning i've I've never had one of those like blow up moments where out of nowhere we uh, get all this attention. It was a slow grind the entire time. Um, and it just stuck true to what, what the Browning was doing. And I feel like Enterprise Earth was also doing the same sort of uh, slow burn uh, through touring so much. Enterprise Earth, the recent stuff, was really getting a lot of attention. It, it seemed like it was getting the most attention than, as what Enterprise Earth had gotten before. Uh, did you feel that as well?
1: Um. I mean, it just got to a point where for me that I couldn't tell anymore what that even meant. Right. Like it just kinda it just kinda got to a point of like um I guess confusion or maybe it would be like I just have been become became so insecure about um everything we've done because everything we've done has been so ridiculed and um, beat down upon because of us not following the trends and um, yeah so I just, I, just I, I thought cause like for the last album it was my favorite album and it was something that I personally was a fan of and I think that like I just got to a point of like being ridiculed so much and like Um, I guess being put down so much that like when we released that album, I just kind of ignored and everything went over my head because I was a fan of the songs and I was fulfilled from that, not from what people thought about it.
0: Yeah. At that point. Definitely. And And that's partially became where I'm at as well with what I'm trying to do. I'm just kind of doing my thing and throwing it out there and whatever happens, happens. Um, and I mean, especially thinking from your perspective and some of the stuff that you've said, it seems like that you get really into, um, what you're writing and in the sense of, uh, more in depth than what maybe a lot of artists might in this genre. Like you talk about, um, you know, letting these lyrics just like flow through you, through your consciousness and from, you know, they wrote themselves in that sense. Um, and so do you is the creation process for you uh, cuz lyrics are freaking really difficult for me i i struggle big time um just cuz i i want to write something that's important but i also i can only talk about so much until it just becomes so repetitive and so like when you were writing this record um did you have more of this like existential uh side that was like Making you uh create whatever you created in it.
1: I guess I'll rewind to like the beginning um and explain that. Uh so for years, you know, I was in different local bands and stuff like that and I was so passionate about just being a musician and like making it into a career. Enterpriser started you know, it was like super competitive because it was like we got signed and we had like labels and managers that were just like, you know, whispering in our ear telling us we had to do this and do that. And like that destroyed a lot of it um, because it was just like there's so much pressure of like creating something awesome. And so it was really hard to create something that was natural and that was intuitive like because it was just like hey you have to you have to make a record that's awesome that pops off you know as opposed to like not giving a fuck and just like writing something that meant something to yourself and i felt like that was part of the struggle um because even though i thought i knew that we weren't and like I demanded from the other members that we weren't going to do anything that like is trending. It was still hard for me personally um, to create something under that pressure um, that meant something to myself. And it wasn't until Luciferous and the Chosen, the last two albums that we did, where I just didn't give a fuck anymore um, if we got big or not or we were successful enough to like make money and, you know, that's also a hard experience too, because like, you know, I've been in it for so long. I just wanted to like make money from, you know, doing what I love and having the opportunity to like be able to take care of my family and also like, you know, maybe have a child and like be able to make money from that to support a child you know but um all that eventually came crumbling down and now I'm back to ground zero but um what i found out though was that like from all the experiences is the intuitive thing is what relates to the like to people like, people sense it in their subconscious when you're being real when you're being authentic and the last two albums were very authentic for me and i think more so the chosen was even more authentic because um i started demoing some of the songs like two years prior to before it was written and What's crazy is like I had this intention because all the other albums like I didn't have like refinement processes like I just had very little time to even write. Um, What was crazy was like I did have time with The Chosen, but what was crazy is like after I tracked my demos, I would try to go back and like change something, but nothing changed in a lot of the songs. Like it was like first take, first attempts that just stayed for two years that just couldn't be changed and i didn't i couldn't change them nothing sounded better than what i did the first time i demoed them through and to me that was like something and that's that's why i actually named the entire album that chosen was because i felt like I, i felt like that identified that process it was like The intuitive, like, just letting it write itself, like letting it be cemented into the timeline of existence and not forcing it. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just like having fun with it, I guess you could say. It's just letting yourself actually pour into the music. And I think that's the most fulfilling, and I haven't felt that fulfilled you know in since the ia record you know like just letting it do itself and yeah i mean it still acquires work and it takes time but it's not easy per se but it's natural it's like a natural accumulation of thoughts ideas and it just happens it's not forced it's not like i have to figure out how to break the internet it's it's just like you just have to let yourself bleed into the music and i feel like that's where i felt the most fulfilled yeah and
0: that's really hard to to do in the situation of being a, a band that's been out there grinding it for so long because like you said we we put a lot of time into stuff like this and you put years and years In enterprise earth and you toured a ton you want to you want to see it be some sort of financial benefit but also that wasn't the point but it's hard to not start thinking about that you know um but i do think that that starts loop help or pushes towards losing uh artistry because yeah like you said you're trying to find something that uh is actually going to make you money at some point because at this level it's there's not really much if you're not on tour Um and Mm -hmm. so I just uh it's it definitely is nice and I I feel like personally whenever I was a lot younger I was able to do a lot more of that just putting it out there and creating music that I didn't care what anyone thought and it's hard to get back to to like what the stuff I was doing when I was like sixteen you know yeah Um, because that was the most raw like awesome crap I think I've ever written.
1: Yeah, because it's like you don't you're just, it's like the, the world is so much bigger than where in the universe is so much bigger. It's so much deeper. Like there's more dimensions than just writing a record that people are going to buy and buy your t-shirts for. It's, it's more than that. And it gets... It it gets corrupted at a point of success where, you know, it gets it gets more serious and like the pressure gets put on you and it's like, hey, you have to, you have to make a living out of this.
0: Yeah, and for me, the what really helped me and with this last record too, and not caring was. The fact that I, uh, over the course of the COVID stuff, I did set up a company and I now have making money outside of music to where the music isn't necessarily what I'm making my money on. And so it made it to where it's like, I don't care if people think the mix sucks. I'm just going to mix it how I want. And I don't care stylistically what anyone's doing. And really, I, I wish that more people were pushed to have a little bit of a career before trying to do music just cuz like so many band dudes get locked into this music thing and they can't ever get out until they're older and it's hard to I know
1: do. and then it's like once you once you're older and you get out of it it's like you're you're basically like you just exited high school, but you're like forty three. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, I I, I like, really that's think one thing that I don't want to push on. I mean, because like I want to like inspire people, and I want to, um, like invoke, like, strengthen people with what I have like overcome and accomplished. But like at the same time, it's like I don't want people to misunderstand that and think that. You know they can just quit high school and become the biggest fucking deathcore role model ever. And like literally, like it's like I don't want to mislead them and and then them think that like, oh my god, I want to be like Dan Watson. And then like when they realize that Dan Watson has ninety dollars in his account right now, right.
0: <laughs> And and the inconsistency and um, difficulty that being a touring musician has definitely makes certain things in normal life a lot more difficult uh, to to withstand for not only you but people that are around you as well. It's like yeah, it's almost like being a drug addict, but you're just a touring oh, musician.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, it's like um, if you're a narcissist. Like, this is the place for you because you're going to get paid in self-infatuation or self-glory or praises or whatever the fuck you – whatever narcissists need to live.
0: Yeah, and I I agree with you as well. I want people to try to be creative, and I want people to be out there, but really – I I hope that leading into the future, people like do stuff online more before they just drop everything in their lives and start touring full time. Yeah, Um, I know. Yeah. 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 I think moving forward, that's what I hope people get into doing. And so speaking of like doing things online more, uh, you are now, since you're not doing enterprise earth, you're uh, focusing on Myra lore, which is a project that you had released some stuff for uh, quite a while ago.
1: Yeah, so um with Mylor, um uh, I created Mylor uh with uh Frankie Salella and it's funny cuz um I found him when I did guest vocals um for a band called uh Existence has failed and um When I did the guest vocal spot, I was like, bro, this is so sick. This is so heavy. Like, it was just something about like the guitar tone and the, it it wasn't even like crazy riffs or like crazy, like solos or anything. I was just like, bro, something about this guitar tone, but it was something about like enterprise that wasn't heavy enough for me uh, since the beginning with BJ riding guitars. Um, stylistically he just wasn't like very heavy like dark and menacing like i wanted and so i asked uh, frankie to start a side project for me because i i knew like as i exited infinite annihilator um and then did enterprise there's also going to be a little void in between styles where enterprise wasn't heavy enough and so I wanted to create something that was even heavier than what people thought you know I was capable of or whatever. But also at the same time it's just like I naturally just love fucking doing heavy shit. Like that that's always been my jam since day one.
0: Perfect. Yeah, and so with Myra Lore, um you, you were on hiatus for about four years without uploading anything, and so uh now with the new stuff that you're looking to do, um is there is there a specific thing that you're wanting to accomplish with this that you weren't able to accomplish with Enterprise Earth?
1: Um yes. And one is that with Enterprise Earth, um like the duality of instrumentation and vocals, you know, how heavy it can be is limited if the guitar player or the instrumentation is more focused on something else rather than complementing the vocals. Yeah. Um, and so Meyer Lore is Focused on sick shit, but also complementing uh, my vocal style and bringing out and bringing out the most brutal side of it. And also, what I love about doing my lore too is that like I have um, a bigger hand in creating the instrumentation and arranging the tracks. So I've been writing the synth, the orchestra, um, I would rearrange, I rearranged the uh, tracks so that they uh, make more sense as a song, song structure wise. And um, just like added in little things. and, and, And it was all just focused on like, hey, what's, what, What's gonna make my vocal sound good? Like, what's what song structure? And so, like, the yeah. instru- instrumentation was written, but also rearranged or reorganized. And I I, I even did uh, a riff riff building. So Frankie would send me riffs, and I chopped them into pieces and rearranged them, and then like send them back to him and made him play them that way. Nice. Um and so, so did you did
0: you think that Enterprise Earth uh restricted you vocally because it was uh so guitar focused and technical and was just like straightforward kind of like deathcore metal stuff um rather than being more towards the brutal like I don't want to say slam but kind of that realm that to where you can do more brutal crazy vocals did you feel that with Enterprise Earth, you just had to do kind of some basic screams to be powerful or what?
1: No, I mean, I mean, when I approach a song, I will always do the vocals that um, accentuate the part, each part in the song, you know. So uh, writing vocals to a song is in itself limiting. Um, because you're just there to make the song better, the experience better. Um so yeah in, in a sense yeah but um I love I loved The Chosen and that's why it was so easy for me to write. Like okay. I said uh the, uh the most most of the songs were first take first experiment like yeah takes and then when I went to record finals didn't change much um so I don't, I don't think it like limited me or did anything like that because it was it was beautiful to me and it was um it, it it was a really great experience and I I still love those songs and I still um am a fan of those songs but it's not that Mylor is better or anything like that but um Mylor definitely is more free for me it, it it definitely is, in a, in a sense, and especially since I get to um, have a hand in the creative process of, like, creating the entire experience, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's very important, too. Uh, I mean, especially in this genre, I feel like a lot of times it is carried by vocals, and so it's kind of unfortunate in the sense where the typically in this genre, people write the music first and the vocalist comes in after. Um, I mean, even the Browning stuff, I write all the music and I'm still doing the vocals after the fact. But fortunately yeah. I, I do, I I do have in mind what I might do vocally, but really the vocals do get pushed off. Um, and the Myra Lore stuff, it is very extreme, um, but it is also very straightforward. So it leaves you room to be able to do more experimentation and um, more crazy stuff. And
1: Yeah. And um, with, with the chosen two, gabe and i worked together on that in in an aspect um because he would you know send me a demo and i'd be like hey uh this part doesn't work vocally for me because when i when i hear an instrumental i hear my vocals over it and then i i know when my vocals have a problem and and then i also know when my vocals have the opportunity to like just do some weird crazy shit. And so like me and Gabe, honestly, um, me and Gabe were a powerhouse. We were a super team. We were the the fucking A team. You know? yeah. Like me and Gabe working together. Um, honestly like I I do wish that I could I can still work with Gabe. Um, because the experience is you know amazing and just like we have this like this kinetic energy together when we're writing and um he listens to me uh you know like when something doesn't work for me and you know he respects me in a sense too uh because and they because he knows like when i you know say like hey this isn't gonna work or this doesn't work try it like this or do this you know
0: yeah. And I mean, that's important to, to have some cohesion like that. And I mean, you can have it in, in one project and still have some aspects that aren't uh, fulfilling you. I mean, uh, even with the Browning, I, I feel limited because the sound is very specific. And so it's like, I want to do all these other projects, but whenever you're so committed, especially to a touring band, it's very difficult right. to commit to other projects. Um so much effort goes in and especially if it's like a signed touring band, it's, it's hard to be like, you know, I'm going to put this next year into this other project and everyone's going to be like, what? And so it does feel very limiting being um, in something that's so serious.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's constricting and, and limiting and like limiting and constricting are, you know, two things that, do exactly that to the artistic aspect and you're literally in the field of work of being artistic so it's like when you're being limited and restricted yeah it's completely you know counterproductive to that like and yeah Meyer lore is definitely like a a freedom you know it, it is in, in in leaving um the band you know leaving enterprise it was something that was very freeing even though it's like i don't i don't want to you know leave gave i don't want to leave enterprise and the artistic creation that we made together i don't i don't i didn't want to leave um but just had to happen and
0: did you did you feel like a big sense of relief like when you did the post and whenever you made things official yeah because um
1: you know we 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 talked about how it wasn't going to work um in the future and stuff like that and yeah it sucked because like kids were like hey um i'm gonna be on the um, i i bought the vip ticket to whatever And like, I would have to say like, I'm not, I won't be there, you know, like that kind of stuff sucked. But, um, I think, I think everyone was trying to do their best and I tried to do my best to preserve, you know, everyone else's, um, reputation and everyone else's, uh, career because I mean that these these are guys that I love and you know like I'd take a hit from them and I did.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's it is a full a full uh team of people that works on stuff like this but mm-hmm. when it, when it's not working it's not working and you have uh something that you you're going to be very passionate about and you have more uh-huh. of the artistic um uh input into it with Myra Lore. Yeah. And so I think that's awesome. I think it's very important for musicians to have that. Like, even if you're in a band where you're not the creative uh, brunt, at least having something that you are, um, I think is very important for a creative person. Um, and uh, yeah. And then also with the Myra Lore stuff, uh, as we were talking about earlier, with being a little more. Uh, this stuff, whenever we were young, I think me and you are about the same age, and so the the stuff was popular. That was that we were probably really into when we were teenagers, was that very extreme, like MySpace kind of grindcore stuff. Um, and at least for me, I got that that feel from the Myra Lore song that you sent over to me, and it's. Uh, there's a lot of very extreme drumming uh, and a lot of (laughs) really straightforward uh, guitar riffs that are just slamming. Um, But then the vocals, like you said, it's the forefront. And I think for for someone like you, that's very important. And so whenever you were writing this stuff, did you intentionally want it to feel a little nostalgic or like stuff you would have done when you were younger?
1: Uh, I think maybe like subconsciously, but like, Um, mostly I just did shit that made me feel good, and so I think I think yeah, nostalgia does that, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think I think maybe subconsciously, yeah. Um, but like that wasn't my train of thought. It was just like, it was just like uh, fucking. I was I was being sheriff, like I was like. I'm going to do what the fuck I want. I'm going to arrest who <laughs> the fuck I want. Yeah. But it was, it was like, Hey, I'm a fucking sheriff now. So I'm going to do what, some fucking sheriff shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I'm gonna fucking rub your dick through the dirt before I arrest you kind of shit. <laughs> you got me a
0: little excited saying that one. <laughs> 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 yeah. I I, so,
1: was, but also too, it's like, um, you know, on the new Marler stuff, I, I, I do go to the experimentation like side of things and um and do some like like weird shit. There's some I mean, cleans, here. right? Yeah, yeah. There's lots of cleans. And um, did, did enterprise have
0: cleans before?
1: Um Yeah, so I, I did uh cleans on Luciferous, uh but the uh the recording process um, made it so I only had like uh I, I could only do the cleans for like a couple seconds during the recording process gotcha. and it was like three in the morning and <laughs> they were rejected and it was the last thing. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean there there's more that goes into that story, but that'll that that, that would be like an entire podcast. <laughs> right there
0: yeah and so with the meyer lore stuff you were able to focus a little more bit more on the experimentation so you were actually able to get something that you you enjoyed
1: yeah but also too like um during the recording process i was going through like a really deep hell um and so like the i guess the vocals kind of wrote themselves there too and uh your boy Cody um gave me some really good advice on a track and I think that it made the track uh a staple. And and he really you know, just just by saying, Hey, you suck and I think you can do it better, he I think that alone um you know made made me write something that i that i will carry with me forever
0: yeah and so and sometimes having that uh honest outside opinion is very difficult to get but very necessary um
1: no it, it's not difficult for me it's difficult for people to say because they're yeah they're i was like bro you're from i'm like bro i'm fucking shit <laughs> on audacity bro yeah <laughs> with, with pod farm stock plugins like i'm not sick right <laughs>
0: Yeah, and so with the Mara Lore stuff, um, you—is this pushing towards the most personal stuff that you've written about yourself?
1: Um, yeah, on the EP, uh, song four. Yeah. Um. Metaphorically, yeah. It it was written in metaphor to cater to this, this story because i, I wrote for my lore because my lore is lore um I'm, I'm creating a universe i'm creating a story i'm creating the lore um so everything sticks every every word that's said sticks and creates this like universe or story um and that's why uh Meyer lore is my lore um and so what I do is, like, I, I stick to this, like, lore that's in my head. Uh, I stick to this story. And, yeah, it, it is, in a sense, because um, I, it's like, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a mirror where you, you see the story, but it's like, you can see that your life is that story too, but in a different sense, you know. Yeah,
0: and I, I do that a lot when I'm writing lyrics, uh, referencing certain things about me personally or about personal situations, but yeah, in a metaphorical way, where I'm not just straight throwing crap out on the table, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely uh, definitely a little more poetic to do it that way than to be so straightforward. Um, but uh, that's awesome you're creating a uh, lore now for me um, this last album I did was also my first time doing a like kind of a concept record um, mm-hmm. for me it was because I just I I was at a point in my life where I didn't really have something I could write about that was dark enough to fit the music and so I created a story that was dark to fit the music um, and you said that while you were writing this stuff, you were going through a literal hell. And um, is this story, story yeah, is this story something that you've had on your mind with uh, Myra lore that you've been waiting to do, or is it just literally what you're going through in this moment?
1: Um, what the story is is it's it's less worse. Than what I've been going through and what I've experienced, um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I, I can't even conjure uh, the emotions. I can't, I can't conjure the emotions, um, accurately enough. For sure, I don't think anyone can, but. Um yeah the so I wrote it as a like a storybook um it's an E p, and so there's an intro which I wrote, and also did like some I i played some guitar and did some uh acapello <laughs> <with> vocals <laughs> yeah um I, and I wrote it as like an intro to a horror movie and um, I mean that's whatever but like the lyrics uh, have like a movie like conception to them where um, they're written from the pers- first person perspective and so I plan on after the album is released um, to write out what that first person perspective is actually painting, so it's kind of like multidimensional. Where um, I write the lyrics from a first person perspective, uh, visualizing it, um, and then I explain it to like a third person with the posts I make. Things I make. I mean, it doesn't. It wouldn't matter if I made a book or whatever. People just like a Facebook post. So right. I'm yeah. gonna write a post for each song that explains the um i guess it it gives it more depth and it is a storyline with that's very detailed because as i wrote the lyrics i physically imagined you know those uh experiences super super lame bro
0: no (laughs) no I think it's very important to do that and I I also think that metal is or not metal but music itself is a little limiting creatively Um, and so I think that creating stories and honestly I think that being like writing novels is like the most creative thing that you can do because you can create universes you create people you create beings Um, and and, in novels and storytelling you actually create these universes whereas metal or not even metal just music in general it's the standard crap you're supposed to write about really gets so overused and so i don't know just boring to me and so hearing something that is just uh an external story and something that is actually trying to create something uh beyond just saying the same crap is i think very important to do and you're definitely a big time creative person i would love to to see if you if you do transition this into something like short stories yeah. or anything like that, um, definitely.
1: So I'm, uh, I guess this will be the first place that I announce it. But I'm adding another dimension to the story, to the lore, right of it, and it plays in the same timeline as. Me disappearing. Um, The last post that I made on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, I mean, sounds super lame, I know. um, But I did it um, because I said this is the last time you'll see my face for a while. And that's what is part of the lore it all all falls back on the lore of everything the story and it it all makes sense and if it doesn't then that's good you 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 need to need to read up on it then <laughs> yeah
0: definitely and i right. and I, I think that the scene needs something a little creative in it uh, like this and something that's a little more um, I don't know. I think stuff like this is more inspirational and is more uh, aspiring to young artists seeing something that is not just doing the straightforward thing. I, like you said earlier, I get so bored of everything in the modern world. Um, it's where I'm just looking for like, like my the most interesting band to me right now is Clowncore. I don't know if you've listened to Clowncore. Uh,
1: <laughs> Clowncore.
0: Yeah, you have to watch. You have to watch their videos on YouTube. Clowncore—it's by far the most interesting music and artist to me currently, um, and it's just because they're going so abstract and so um, just out in left field that it's just—it's intriguing. And so I'm interested to see how you're going to transition this Myra lore. You are a very public figure with Enterprise Earth um, in the deathcore metalcore metal core scene, all that. Uh, and so I'm interested to see how you transition this into a more, um, I want to say artistic creative outlet that is, um, really just geared towards, uh, the things that you're best at and also the things that are just very personal to you. So, um, I, I really am very interested to see what you do and, and no spoilers yeah. here. I'm I, cause I will also yeah. want to experience that, you know?
1: Yeah. There's, there's no spoilers. Um, but also like it's going to get like really weird and I, I hope, um, the intention is going to seem very serious cause it will be, um, when the band releases the music video and, um, The songs and stuff but like after that like my persona and stuff like that like um what's most important to me is being able to be myself i I am really interested to see if you
0: if you bring it into the the full scope and then also what you would take the uh creative side of it and the the weirdness that you're going to be creating and what that would also mean live uh, and not just being like a standard deathcore band out
1: there doing the
0: thing. I think it's.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, so we, we have a uh, EP written. It's recorded and uh, it's in Cody's hands. And he, he gave us like a, um, an almost finished product, which sounds honestly to me, like my vocals sound like the best mix that I've ever even been in, in my career. Which is crazy. Cody's super talented, mad talented. Um, but there's cleans in there. There's also cleans in there that I haven't done um in any published works before. Uh, different styles. And yeah, it's it it's it gets weird and it also gets heavier. It, I think it gets heavier than when I was an in infinite annihilator. Oh well, there we go. That's what everyone wants to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's both dimensions. It gets better with the cleans, heavier than the annihilator, right? And all that dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, so real quick, let's uh, play them. Uh, you had a, a clip that you wanted to show to everybody of of one of these songs. So, um, yeah, yeah. So we'll just awesome. uh, show this clip real quick, and you guys enjoy this, uh, and we'll come back in a second. Wow, yeah, that clip was uh that that really does kind of give a light to what the entire scope of what the project is and what what the
1: whole lore behind Myra lore is. I yeah, I told you. I told you it is my favorite part of my future life. It, it's it's my it's everything. It and this is also what everyone wanted. If they, if whatever everyone meant, whatever, whatever everyone means.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you can be proud that your entire life has led up to that clip and that that just kind of encompasses what, who you are as a person. That's my, uh, Magnum Opie. Perfect. Well, I, I really appreciate talking to you, Dan. I think you're very, uh, intellectually driven artist and musician in the deathcore scene. I think that's very uh hard to find sometimes or at least uh doesn't stand out enough to be noticeable. And so I I do appreciate what you create and I am very much looking forward to you being a creative force behind Myra lore and what that's going to become and what that's gonna be. And so um very, very excited for it. And uh um. yeah, I, I really appreciate you talking to me, and I think we're going to have to get on again and maybe talk about a lot of weird stuff that doesn't involve music. That'd be fun.
1: Well, bro, thank you. You said, like, way too many nice things at once. <laughs> and most of them, I think, are a little loaded. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, man. no, really, yeah. I, I, I really do. I, I think that your, your work is very. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I even liked seeing when you were posting the pictures of you. You were hand drawing out the lyrics and all that kind of stuff. No. Uh, so I, I really do think that it's, it's something a little bit beyond what, what most musicians are doing in this realm. And so, really, I'm, I'm very intrigued, and I'm, I'm glad that you're, going towards. Uh, Focusing on your own creative uh, abilities in this.
1: Well, thank you, man. Like, um, all that stuff, like, means a really, uh, it just means a lot to me. But in reality, I was just happy to, like, be goofy with you and, like, have fun with you. And, um, you know, life is, is very short and very fragile. And, I'm just glad to have been able to talk to you (laughs) and like, just have like a little moment of relief, you know? So,
0: well, let's talk again and let's, uh, the next one's going to be all goofing.
1: (laughs) Bro. The next one, uh, I talk about like, about home more or yeah, if, if you have a whole thing to talk about, yeah everyone's got a butthole um
0: but yeah well maybe that one we'll (laughs) need to make sure it's not audio only we'll have to do video for that one so
1: yeah like a butthole fucking
0: series (laughs) (laughs) perfect i appreciate you dan i will talk to you here soon all right man thank you so much yeah peace dude
1: peace